0: Hello everybody, the cloud is in the house and you're here now, so grab a seat, this your boy Cancel, coming to you solo on the podcast today, first time ever must say, but yeah, so let's get started, I must say, been checking out recently a couple of animes, and if y'all don't know, I'll give you a little background, animes that I am interested in one of them I must say is isekai so the reason being with isekai anime is what makes my attention levitate towards it is that I like the idea that someone who has the knowledge that they have now be able to restart their life in a younger form with the knowledge they have been given and there's been instances where I've been telling me and my boys, we we'll be having a conversation. We're we'll like, damn, if we just had this knowledge currently and able to go back to our younger selves, we're like, man, we'll be making some moves sooner. We damn near be prodigies. But, you know, in real lifetime, that ain't going to happen. At least that I know. But, yeah. One isekai anime must say that have caught my attention is this new release one called Eminence of Shadow. Now, I must say, I might have said it wrong, but hey, other words, you could see it on High Dive, very entertaining, I must say. They do say that if you watch Overload, you may like this, and I must say, It's very genius in the plot that I like seeing someone who really wants to do this vigilante work. And this is the main reason. He wants to be a vigilante. And in his world, he worked hard to achieve. I mean, my boy was, you know, going toe-to-toe with a mercenary. So you... And he's a high schooler. And I must say, he... He worked hard to get to where he is in his original life. But you know, therefore, I don't want to spoil the isekai bar, But I must say how he dies in this anime, personally to me, is quite funny. But very different, must say, from any other isekai death. Usually it's accidental. This one is very different. But yeah, gets in regard to this other world where he puts on this facade towards these people in the other world. And he tries to play the background character in his personal life to everyone's story. So he don't want to play the main character role. He wants to be the background to everyone's story. So he puts on this image that, hey, I'm weak. I can't... I'm just an average Joe Blow. And behind closed door, when night falls, he'd be Batman in front of people's eyes. Like, he... And the key is, is that he tries to find unique ways of showing his skills. And his whole goal is to do it in the most flashiest way. When he is fighting these, which should be overpowered characters. But he did create an organization of his own. And honestly, he lied to them. Which was supposed to be a lie but turned out to be truth later on down the line. Where he was saying this all that they're experiencing happened from a cult. And it was just because he wanted to be a vigilante honestly. But I must say check it out whenever y'all get the free time to do so. Then I want to get to another one. Is. Yep. your boy. Was Kong Ming. I think it is Kong Ming. That one was actually a shocker. That one's another isekai, but in a different form. That one's going into a guy from prehistoric time, which was a he was a Chinese uh, strategist for during that period of time. And he goes into the future. So he's in our time now. And he brings forth his strategies, and he tries to help this young girl who wants to become an up-and-coming singer and so he used his techniques that he have inspired back then into current time very intriguing i must say it's good and it shows you a lot of when i say what goes behind the possibilities of the music industry how it is and you'll be quite amazed it's actually insightful i must say it makes me see music and currently now in a different form of fashion so give that one a holler too and I must get into other fantasies animes. Now, I've watched, I could say, most of my friend groups and animes, or at least half. But I must say, I'll give my ratings towards my boy Aaron's favorite anime, which is... Ooh, man, man. Uh, Full Metal Alchemist. Now, this is Brotherhood. From what they have shared with me, there's a different plot twist when it comes to certain characters being who in the original one. In Brotherhood, I must say, the anime is very good, I must say. And I'm going to be honest that I often don't try to gravitate often to fantasy type of animes, even though it may do for that period of current time. Not all. Uh, it just doesn't hit me too often. It may be a filler which I will write off as a seven or so, or a six. But for it to be on par with my favorites, that speaks volumes. And full metal, I will give personally me give it a nine to a nine point five of an anime. And that's that's very good for someone who's not that interested in us again too much fantasy animals. Reason being why I give it the rating but not full is because now there I would say are selected points of unpredictability, but one of the things where I didn't give it a full 10 is because the anticipation they they get you ready. what to expect it like oh we didn't uncover this and so you kind of expect later down the line because they build you up for the next oh there's something new we gotta find out but I must give it credit where credit is due it's still great anime got the politics going on got the prejudice going on it has the real world aspects and that's one thing I do value in animes I don't too much gravitate towards animes you could say as in a high rating when it comes to this we all get along and this person's the end-all be-all solution that's not the case in full metal everybody got their own drama even their mama do keep it 100 right here so for that being the case for full metal is very on the hiatus price. Check it out if you have. And if you're new to watching an anime, check out Full Metal. My boy's Aaron's but And hey, let's hear your ratings. And mine's ain't the end of the all but this is my personal perception of it. And then we're going to get on to my boy's now, Todd's. Now, my boy Todd, D-Mac likes One Piece. Got to give it to One Piece now. One Piece is an anime that they do have death in the storylines of outcomes that unfolds. And I do want people to understand that. Uh, yeah, you could say his main goal is to become King of Pirates, but what they uncover shows death in each storyline and island they go to. Like, the history. What unfolds. I mean, the wild one of the wildest histories that I've seen and uh, i would say one piece is the doflamingo See, in his and that arc right there with Dope when they faced off with doflamingo bro that shit wild when you see what happened in the city and what doflamingo did to take over and become the main soul ruler and highly praised in that city before the truth was uncovered. Masterfully done, there was so much, like, it had a lot of depth. Now, people may say, well, well, one piece got a lot of fillers? Yes, it does. But I must say, even in the fillers, it has somewhat of a point that's going to relate to a character you're going to, in the future, see. They just want to show you, instead of you idea, like, where the fuck he came from, excuse my bad French, but yeah, they want, they want to get you pre-ready, before they introduce this, and give you a little background of how they are familiarized with the main character, or even a side character, I'll say second in the One Piece art what I'm seeing is currently now, which I'm well caught up, is, uh, the Wano story. Wano's story has its own depth to it. Which I must say is very entertaining. Especially the fight between Luffy and Kaido. Which is the new generation. Including you facing big mobs Because she wants revenge on the straw hat pirates. She ain't gonna let it go. That woman got a envy that's larger than no others right here. But yeah. That one's very interesting. I always talk to my boys. Because they are well, over caught up with the manga. And we'll just say, hey, it leads to an interesting path for Those who haven't already received the spoiler But yeah. Now, going to anime, which I'll say, this interesting. Uh, I-, I must say, I don't often do this because I just say I'm a semi say hey, watch it before you knock it. But, honestly, I like Naruto's story, but the issue I have is with Boruto's I, I, After Naruto, I can't watch Boruto. It's, it's not, it's the premise that if I'm expecting the title to be Boruto, I expect Naruto to be moved away from the scene. But from what I am hearing... Orto Is not even... Being pushed stronger than his father still... He still depended on... Him. Now... I don't know what's going on in that aspect... But it had... Because of that aspect... It's just having an attitude towards me... Naruto's storyline was good... But then at the same token... I mean there's some... Odd scenarios... Like, okay, you can say Ninji the the most controversial death. With him, I was just like, bro, what, what y'all doing, bro? It, he wrote the character off, which honestly, if you ask me, he had more. He could have played a vital role in the future of storyline. But instead, y'all just wrote him off that quick. I mean the person I could see. I mean, honestly, now don't get me wrong, but I could see Keefe and Shikamaru in that storyline be brought off instead of Niji. That's just my personal take. And then you got somewhat of a R, but again, she's bad backed up by plot armor because of her feelings. Sasuke, y'all already know uh, Sakura. Not too much of a big fan of Sakura. So I I care less with the character. Because okay, she got healing. But then guess what? Naruto came in the scene. Start healing everybody else. So it made her character, that glimmer of relevance, become irrelevant. Because Naruto did what she can do, but better. Especially when we were in sage mode. And then he had basically awakened. Come on now. Mm-mm. No. It was... I was a kind of a poor construct in that avenue. Especially the Dream World filler. Oh my gosh, bro, come on now. Naruto was killing me with that fillers. Their fillers in the anime had no relevance to me. So for me, yeah. I'll give it a hard pass for Boruto. just because of that pretense, but let's get to my My favorite. Since I've been wanting to talk about this For a while We haven't really talked about it on the podcast so I'll share it with you It's Overlord Now I must say You hear me glimpse the glamour uh, Tell y'all hey check out Overlord check out Overlord. But I'll say Now nah, I get to give you the full detail Without no interruptions Why check it out Overlord is similar To the idea of anime that I like, anime that's harsh, has a glimmer of reality where there's prejudice, injustices, and that is none of that bull jive of, oh, because I, now i reached the point of anger, I'm going to get this random maximum power up out of nowhere. It's not going to do that, sound. because it works the way the real world. Works just the difference in Overlord is that in most Sekai anime, people can usually procreate with different races. Overlord, there's a law that I haven't seen or heard from the artist describe in great detail yet. Are the now the writer for Overlord? There's a law of the world that says you, the human and other species, are unable to give bear offspring. Humans can only bear offspring with humans, other species can only bear offspring with those other species. Now, the writer has not gone into depth that I know of yet into that why she put that on? but it's interesting, I must say. But yeah, Overlord, I must season one to go into expecting for Overlord. You may wonder because I know my boy T was asking me, Yo, what's What's going on with season one? I was like, hey, it's just to lay the foundation, to more so say. You're getting a feel of Ainsu's gong's personal abilities because he's trying to adapt to the new world that he has been reincarnated or transported, more so transported in. And I'm not expecting an art author to go in. deaf R. Not the author, but... The studio produces the going deaf on this one for y'all, but they have basically by the dragon lords and overlord. One of the dragon lords, who his name is going to be called Platinum Dragon. His father decided because he wanted to obtain powers, and you'll notice in overlord that the dragon lords are kind. They're greedy. They're power hungry. But his father. Once obtained obtain new power and wind up doing the most isekai trope, which he just re- transported all these people from this video game into the world, which then for unlocked this newfound power to this world, which is called tear magic, which never exists, existed in the world until the new world or other worlders came in. And because then in their world, it was a uh, magic that was, only existed called wild magic. And that's like all you could say. Well, I won't go in detail because I'm still learning of the depths of wild magic. So I'm just saying it's an interesting set of magic different from tier. But tier magic, there's levels to it. So there's 10th tier all the way down to 1st tier. And with the human race, the most from what I know, that the most the human have ever reached in tier magic in of series of overlord is at maximum, probably near seven tier. And that was only one, and that's because he was with one of the thirteen heroes and in that storyline. It's a very long storyline, but just let's say the 13 heroes is the reason why this world, part of the cause of why this world was brought with prejudice. Part of it. But Marcel said during this time the Dragon Wars, when he brought over the 13 heroes, there was going to be a full-on extinction. So you can say they have became the heroes to save the day because the human race is about to be extinct and max the Out until they are brought along, which then the 13 heroes use their maximum levels, which they're considering that world gods in the sense, and start damn near extinking the dragon lords. Now, other than not only that, they started attacking the other demi humans and such. And one of the people that have seen the big problem with the 13 heroes must say was Shushana, which is the goddess of death. She's seen a futuristic problem that what they're going to bring towards this land is more a different version of chaos than what's to be expected currently right now. And Lord behold... In a form, it does take place. But very differently, I must say. You start seeing now, let's say, past that whole storyline. Which, later on, you will realize if you read the novel that the 13 years do slay Shoshana, the goddess of death. And it took, it was a hard-fought battle. But more so to say, they got it done, especially with the help with Platinum Dragon lore. Which... He decided to help them due to his father's errors, but also later down the line. He, from rumors suspected, he betrayed the 13 heroes. But yeah, that's a little bit of a glimpse of the novel, but then you got, let's get into season two. Season two, now you would be seeing the plots and the strategies starting to Unfold, where they start with more soul. They start building stronger connections. They start. Sowing seeds in areas that will later benefit them later on for season 3. And then in season 3 you expect the war. To go on. Now in season 3 I must say. That's where you see. Ainzuz Gomes near the last episode. He releases the ultimate spell that, he says, now, I'll say later on in season four, he'll tell you that, hey, and this ain't no spoiler, but he'll tell you that it takes another ten years for him to recast that spell, which is cap, he just don't want people to be all fearful, because of course, even if it takes him ten years, my man's see, due to the type of equipment he got, he has a whole. 500 plus spells in his arsenal without the equipment he'd maximum have 200 spells so he might got high tier spells that we still haven't seen yet but more so to the point season three you will see the battle which unfolds due to you could say the corruption of the kingdom then they show it a little bit more in season three and then right at season four that's where you're gonna get the controversy. Now, in season four, I must say, we go, we should go recognize and highlight. In that is that later on next year there will be a Overlord movie, which are explaining, which should be the Holy Kingdom arc. Now, in our arc, it's supposed to take place. I must say, was supposed to. It's supposed to take place during the battle that you're. Somewhat of the same timeline, the battle that you are currently seeing in season four when it comes to the ReSD's kingdom. Now, most people may understand by walking in Overlord oh they have been thinking, well, why is he attacking this kingdom? This it seems wrong and just. Well, don't forget, he in this world, if in reality, more so to say, you can. There's always this notion that there's the right path to take. And you can do things without dark consequences. Without doing things without dark consequences. And I'm sorry, but that's a fantasy. Sometimes you gotta be dirty and corrupt in order to stop dirty and corruptions. And it shows that in no way. It ain't no usual isekai where this person took the high, morally high ground. He did it without. These deaths and all that. No. He knows he has to kill people. He knows he has to be. At least in control. Of the corruption that means. In order to. Lead to a peaceful outcome. And you say to sum it up. Of the anime. His. His goal is to take over. The entire world. Because. Mainly. He's, he still think of a possibility that his friends might be reincarnated into this world. So in order to reach out to them, he has to further his name, I going so out to the world. That's a somewhat, somewhat of a concept. But in this anime there is death. We will see the political side. We will see the discrimination side of it all. Now, must I add, you, one thing they do not highlight is the game of interest in how it was playing that game and why Isaac Go created the form he did in his guild and chose not to be non-humans in is that the reason why they became non-humans is because in the game, people discriminated when you chose a non-human character you were more highly acceptable for attacks in the game by other players because of you not being you. So, they created their own guild, and they wanted to be recognized as the most villainous guild. That's why some of the characters you want to see have more of an altitude for villainous acts. Especially one of, I'll say, one of my favorite characters, Demiurge. Demiurge is a and his name derived from envious of his, basically envious of the wise one. That's where his character got inspired by because an old one eyes is pretty wise, so he is envious of his knowledge and wants to succeed his master in of knowledge. And each time he comes across it, so he feels like, dang, he missed a step and his master has always stood three steps in front of him which is eyes of God, so it makes him go into a deeper, you can say, devotion towards his master. But yeah, that's one of the tropes, is that it brings that element of life into this enemy. And I mean, it's very dark. People who have questions about it, and I'll say check out the YouTube recordings of the novel there's people that talk about it to skip contents and all that that's because overall one thing I do admire about it is they don't try to force every single thing because there's 14 values to amount this not that's it. just barely 14 values meaning that it could be almost I'll say as equal to the length of one piece if they was to just do the whole value so much detail that this would have been probably eight seasons if they was to go already talking about because of how lengthy these things is but yeah overall that was my take of my favorite anime nice chatting with y'all must say and you know what a little bit of a motivational, but I'll leave it at the end for you are. It doesn't matter how strong or weak you are. If you can leave a hole in someone's armor, you're that step closer and becoming stronger. I'm say, hell, if you believe you're weak and you can leave a hole in someone's armor, you're on the verge. I'll be a damn strong. That's even But yeah, people, thank you for listening on your boy Cancel. Talking about his favorite anime, a little bit of others, and the reason why he's just more of a fan of Mr. Uh, yeah. So, have a good one. And bless them. Peace.